I'm recording this. I, your mom mashes man, Eminem, so that's what literally what he's saying. You're into that? That's weird. Mashing has many meanings. <laughs> Eminem's also does, I guess. <laughs> uh, I kind of just like letting them melt in my mouth, but instead of mashing them. Welcome to Just a Tip, a fantasy football podcast with your tippers, Matt Dispatch. These are just our tips, so take them easy, take them hard. It's up to you. Right, the tagless Haynes. Most bizarre Haynes brief I've that, that there's ever been. And Matt, I or Regan. Yeah, I hear you, and I definitely would take the shot on it because you'd be dumb not to. Coming to you from the heart of New England. Get ready to take some tips. And welcome in to Just the Tip, a fancy football podcast. We are your tippers. Mac, this fat bitch in the house. That's me, this fat bitch, coming at you with some big tips. We got Ryan the Tagless Haynes, some bear tips coming for you. I'm going to call you Funk Master Flem tonight. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> I was editing that that's, out. That's now a bad intro. I had to explain what that's about. Uh, no, I'm not gonna do it. Takers guess. Not gonna do it. Ryan, how you doing? How you holding up? We are 16 days away from NFL Sunday. You ready? You have doing any more good, drafts? Man. I got one more draft tomorrow night. Yeah, it's a okay. prime, prime Saturday night prime time draft. There you Excited. go. What type of league? 10 team half point PPR. So two mm. two leagues that I'm not like super super high on, but uh or two s- systems that I'm not high on. But uh mm-hmm. yeah, should should be a good time. Should be a good time. Right on. And Matt IR Regan, we know that you've been crushing it. You've had two drafts this week already. Yeah, two, one keeper, one uh PPR, 12 team. One did all right. The other one I kind of want to cry about. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Well, it is August 26th, so it is crunch time to get all your drafts in before the start of the season. And if you need some help, reach out to us. Just a tip, FFP, on all the social media platforms. We've been doing the countdown, and people, you have been liking it. You've been viewing it. Except somebody on YouTube with the shorts, always disliking every video we've been posting. I don't know who it is. I don't know if you can check who's disliking it, but what a prick. Every single one. I don't know. You know it's like like a relative of ours, right? You know it's like somebody just trolling us. Probably. I thought it was just because of Peyton Manning. He didn't like that one. It's probably one of our wives. Yes, that's the answer. It all lines up now. You guys got to put them in their place, man. Come on. (laughs) <laughs> they just rotate rotate yeah they'll never know they'll alternate like all right you watch them here i'll watch them here we'll just ruin their algorithm but for those of you takers out there who are not we much appreciate it downloading our episodes on apple spotify google and amazon has been much appreciated sharing our tips with your friends and family had a couple reach out to a couple people reach out to me rather on their drafts this week so um any any questions like that? We are happy to help. Reach out to us. No, no big deal. We are tips deep in all this stuff. So uh, hopefully we have a quick answer for you. <laughs> uh, but we're going to get into our 
tight end battle rankings between Regan and I. Uh, spoiler alert, I'm going to win. And Ryan's going to be the judge, and we're going to have some uh, fighting videos. So you definitely want to be watching us. Just a tip, a fancy football podcast on YouTube. But before that, we got a... Uh, we got a little bit of a little bit of a Haynes brief here. A little bit of little bit of news. Little little bit. Sweet sassy molassy. That was a hit for you, Regan. I don't know if you could pick up on that. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Ryan. Oh, nice. I like it. I don't know why I didn't get that. I saw the video beforehand. All right, so we, we got we got a little bit of news. So tonight. It's uh, live preseason action Friday night. We had a couple of games last night. This is the final week of the preseason, like Max said. So we're just we're we're wrapping this up and we're moving on to the to the uh, regular season here shortly. But the the, the biggest storylines from tonight, I'm going to roll into those first, guys, and then I'm going to go into some other uh, some other pieces of news throughout the week. Baker Mayfield tonight, nine for 15, 89 yards, and two touchdowns. Oh, Played for one. about a quarter and a half. And uh yeah, that's a pretty good fantasy stat line. So I'm I'm feeling good about Baker Mayfield. How are you guys feeling about make Baker? If you draft him, I will headbutt you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't draft him. It's not so much, yeah, it's not much about that. It's just for the other fantasy assets on the team. Uh trending up, man. Trending up. I'm actually not trying to get my hopes up high for DJ Moore, but this should be the best year that he's ever had. So, just fingers crossed, more than four touchdowns. I mean, for the love hey. of God, no, that would be Please. great. Hey, a blast from the past here. Mark Ingram tonight, thirty-four yards and two touchdowns. So he's trying to show us all. He's still got a little bit left in the tank. This guy could find himself into your lineups this season. So make sure you you're keeping tabs on him. Mac, do you think Mark Ingram is going to be in in fantasy lineups this year at some point? Sure. Yeah, I'd place a bet on that. How much? Uh, I would bet you $5 that he'll play at least one relevant starting game. (laughs) He's got to be worried about Kamara and the whole suspension. If that happens, then he's going to be a freaking killing. I I think I think so. I think he's going to be a name that you just got to you just got to keep an eye on. Uh, Marcus Callaway tonight had a decent game, four receptions, sixty-five yards. Uh, you know, I kind of feel bad for Callaway here. He goes from being the team's kind of clear number one option last season and and somebody who people were excited about to someone who kind of just provides some extra depth. Uh, he still might be you still might be able to stream him here or there pending injury. Not a guy you're going to draft, but a guy you could certainly just keep tabs on. Another guy like Mark Ingram throughout the season. This is another player I want to talk about, though. Isaiah Likely. Mm. He has been hot, boys, this preseason. 12 catches, 144 yards, and a touchdown. I want to see more of him. I don't know who wrote in this question. Will he take over for Mark Andrews? What are we talking about for a timeline here? Are we talking this year, next year, or like five years from now? (laughs) Uh, let's split the difference. Three years, (laughs) three years. (laughs) No, but after his boom game, it was preseason people calm the hell down. I 
don't know if you guys remember before the draft, I said, watch out for this guy. I think he might be relevant this year. Then this happens. And I was like, ah, well, when he goes to Baltimore, not so sure because playing behind Mark Andrews, but they are talking about doing two tight end sets. Yeah. They're flexing likely out into the slot. And if Rashad Bateman's not good to go, if you go late tight end because you miss out on the top guys, throw him on the end of your bench just to see how he breaks out. But I'm not I'm not expecting anything too much unless Bateman's out. Regan, you drafting Isaiah likely late in your draft this year? Uh, well, I just took Mark Andrews in one league. So, yeah, no, still not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> not yet. I, not convinced. I like it. But I definitely agree with Max's point. Like, uh, they are definitely – like, they. there's no one else. So, <laughs> they're going to use him. It's going to happen. We'll get into Yeah. I was reading up on some some 12 personnel sets uh, where the, this team's built for that, right? Two tight ends, one back. Like – they don't have a lot of uh, weapons at wide receiver. They're built for two tight end sets. I think that's what you're going to see a lot of this year. And there's certainly a chance as an avenue for Isaiah likely to, to be an impact fantasy player. So we'll we'll see what happens there. Uh, last night, Isaiah Pacheco goes for 10 carries and 52 yards. Rumor has it that Ronald Jones is on the chopping block. Does this surprise you guys? Nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> as well. <laughs> He was running pretty hard, though, Ronald Jones, that is. He was really lowering his shoulder and trying to get through that line and still not getting much. So, poor guy. Yeah, this could be it for Ronald Jones as far as just relevancy in the NFL. You probably see him bounce around a bit now, end up on some practice squads. Hopefully he finds another opportunity. It happens. I mean, look at Devontae Freeman last year. Uh, but Pacheco's looked impressive. I don't know if I'm buying it yet. I'm not. I'm certainly not. Uh, especially in Dynasty, I'm not giving the bag for Isaiah Pacheco. I'm not trading a second rounder for next year, next year second rounder, a first round pick. Definitely not. Uh, I mean, if you have them, if you drafted them, great. If you can, if you can flip them and maybe get a second round pick for next year, I I would do that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because I I think this is a lot of hype. I do, but I do think he's going to be involved. Agree. Agreed. All right, next bit of news. This is a bit of a shocker for me. Uh, Kenyon Drake released. Uh, so that leaves Josh Jacobs, uh, Zamir White, Bolden, and Amir Abdullah. I did not think Amir Abdullah would make the team over Kenyon Drake, but I guess uh, financially it makes more sense, probably better value there. I saw rumors of a four running back committee where Bolden and Abdullah are going to split third down reps. I don't know if I'm buying that as something that's set in stone. I'm sure we will see games where that's happening, but if we're, I don't know if I'm seeing that consistently throughout the season. Regan, I'll start with you. What do you think about that? I'm getting really worried about this backfield. I think Josh, Josh Jacobs, he's going to get those goal line carries. He's, he's, he's definitely the most athletic play, uh, player in their backfield, I think, but that's, that's what this offense is going to be like. I'm worried about Bolden being uh, pass protection and out of the backfield. Amir Abdullah's looked good as well, also out of the backfield, catching passes. So I think they're really going to take a hit at Josh Jacobs' pass, uh, pass catching. He's still going to be the guy, but it definitely takes a little bit of a, a hit in general. I'm out yeah. on the backfield. I don't think he is going to be the guy. I think it is going to be this Ooh. running back by committee and – 
I was kind of hinting at that when Ryan was all about Josh Jacobs. I'm just like, I'm a bit nervous, but I thought Drake would be there because Jacobs said he goes to management and says, hey, don't give me all the reps. I want other people to get the reps too. So I'm a little nervous to take him in any draft, man. I'm not too worried, and I, and I think it's because third downs are third downs. Like mm-hmm. I, I still my argument for Josh Jacobs this year was that he's going to get more goal line opportunities, which means he's going to he's going to get into the end zone more often. He might have a he's going to have a decline, a decrease in the uh, involvement in the passing game. He had 54 catches last year. He's not going to re- repeat that. He had that because no. of injury. Yeah, he's he's going to have somewhere in the ballpark of 30 to 35 receptions, which is going to be fine. And if he can get into double digit touchdowns, he's back in that running back one territory. So I do think that's still going to happen. I don't think Samir White's going to take a lot of his his early down opportunities. So just I would just say pump the brakes on on Jacobs being a bust this year. I'm still targeting him. Yeah, definitely. I don't think he's a bust. I is eight, like you said, is ADP still in the fifth round? It's the RB dead zone, man. I'm not sure. Let's make He's a bet. And drop now. Let's make a bet. What's the bet? I don't know. Where's he gonna rank? <laughs> Where's he gonna rank below RB eighteen? I got I got him better than RB eighteen for sure. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. I just we heard this talk last year with Kenyon Drake. Yeah, we yeah. heard this talk last year. It was the same same story, different day. <laughs> Remember Regan when we were drafting Kenyon Drake in like the first round, first or uh, second round? Yeah, two years ago. Tell me about it. Oh, Ridiculous. you're being serious? <laughs> no. Yeah, that really yeah. happened. <laughs> he was getting hyped up. Second round, Drake was the thing. Trying to get those proven backs. All right, I got one more piece of news here. Josh Palmer. God's plan. Last, this is for, from last week. I want to get that joke in. God's plan. I just I want to talk about Josh Palmer, man. Like I Go. think this guy is Go. a name that you got to be watching this year. He hauled in an 18-yard score, finished with three receptions, 75 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, seems to be the clear number three in a pass-heavy offense. I mean, we don't talk about this very often, mm-hmm. but if you want to handcuff a wide receiver with – if you want to handcuff Keenan Allen or Mike Williams, I think Josh Palmer is a nice bench bench uh, guy to have if you have one of those players. What do you guys think? Yeah, if you have the room on a deeper bench um, and you have one of these guys especially, I'm fine with that. I see Mike Williams. He tends to scare me a little. <laughs> so <laughs> I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. He's getting a lot of buzz there. And Keenan Allen, he – has been trending in the wrong direction with his explosiveness and production. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely take a late flyer on him. It's either that or a rookie wide receiver that might get a shot later on as well. So, But I'd rather get the high-powered offense guy instead of right. Pickens with a rookie QB eventually. I think Keenan Allen has enough left in the tank for one more productive year. Mm-hmm. But when you go into age, what's he going to, is he 31 this year and then 32 next year or 30 this year, 31 next year? Either way, 30, 30 this year. Yeah. Either way, he's over 30 now. He's got these young guys kind of on his heels. I mean, he, over the next couple of years, you're going to see him decline more and more. That's all mm. I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, boys. That's it. Let's move on and get to the Hurt Locker. 
Awesome, man. Well, thank you very much, Ryan. Let's, uh, Regan, do we have a huge injury report to get to? Another Easter egg for you. <laughs> Huge. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to run through this fast. We'll talk about a couple of them. You, we, this is stuff that we don't want to really talk about, but we got we to gotta keep it in mind. So I'm going to run run through a couple of good news, injury reports, whatever. Jameis Winston set to play today. Michael Gallup not going on the pup list. Elijah Mitchell expected to return for week one uh, from his hamstring injury. Logan Thomas actually got taken off the pup list uh, uh, in Washington. Uh, bad news. MVS concussion. Uh, Michael Thomas, actual hamstring. There was thought that he was just out, but it's actually a hamstring injury. I'm going to save this one for last. I'll skip this one. Jalen uh, Jalen Waddle not practicing with a leg injury. Was out there stretching, leg wrap, ankle wrap, and then just watched the uh, offense from the sideline. Gus Edwards, this is kind of an old one, but I just want to throw it out there again. He was put on the pup list, so that definitely uh, – Helps out Mike Davis, uh, Jameson Williams for Detroit, the rookie wide receiver. He's been putting on the reserve uh, non-football injury because his injury happened to college. It doesn't count as an NFL injury. So I guess this is the plan all along. So that's where that lies. Isaiah Spiller, week to week with an ankle injury. Keep in mind that he also isn't making the best impact in practice as well. So kind of fading away from him. I really thought he was going to be the next guy. Uh, maybe just a little bit too early. Uh, Robert Tunyon, another one that I think people are kind of throwing in as sleepers, uh, as a sleeper. And I'm still pretty excited about it, Ryan. Nice, nice. Uh, he's still not ready to do drills. Uh, I'm glad they're taking it slow with him. Uh, but I, he's going to be a huge thing in this offense, I think. Uh, Ken Walker, hernia surgery went well, but there's still no times table. And the biggest one that we think I think we need to talk to actually isn't about a player that scores fantasy points, and it's Tyrone Smith, left tackle for the Cowboys. Uh, guys, he got injured pretty bad. They thought it was an ACL. It's not an ACL. It's all, uh, I believe he's tore his left hamstring or something, something along those lines. Um, so it's not an ACL. He will be out most of the season. It looks like he'll be back probably for like, the Cowboys, if they make the playoffs, then you know he'll jump in later on around week eleven ish, uh, so on. But this, he's definitely possibly the best tackle in the league, or at least up there, and definitely a big part of this Cowboys O line. So I definitely think this hampers Zeke and Prescott. Um, how do you guys feel, um, Ryan? Which one do you think it hurts more, Zeke or Prescott? Uh, you know, anytime you lose a left tackle, I got to go with the quarterback. Um, there's a lot of faith that you have to have in that position as a quarterback. And uh, he's that's a huge, huge uh, gap that's that there's going to be there now with, with him. Because like you said, Reeks, he's regarded as it, one of the best, if not the best tackles right. in football. So I think I think it's Prescott, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. uh, and Mac, uh, Zeke's probably going he has been going second round falling once in a while to the third. Are you grabbing them no matter what? Third the earliest? Uh, Yeah, late third. I'll take him if he falls to me there. But uh, reading from Ian Rappaport, uh, was feared to be a hamstring injury, but it could be career-ending, guys. Uh, suffered a, a avulsion fracture 
no idea what that means, of the knee, uh, meaning the hamstring tendon that sits on the back of the knee pulled off the bone, and he needs surgery. Sources say if he's back at all, it'll be December. But then the headline says that it could be career-ending. So who knows? Thank you, Yahoo. (laughs) Um, That's rough. Yeah, I think I'm... Am I wrong to say that I'm just going to avoid Dak Prescott because there's just a better quarterback to take a chance on, even though it's the most high-powered offense, which we'll discuss later with our tight end battle. Spoiler alert! But no, I don't, I, feel- I don't, I don't think you're wrong by saying that, Mac. I mean, yeah. I do think you're right. Like, there's a lot of other, there's a lot of other players that you can that you can choose from uh, that are going to probably put up similar numbers and, and won't have as much risk. So I, I'm probably in the same boat as you. I probably avoid Dak because limited wide receiver weapons, injured left tackle, aging starting running back. Like, we'll see. Hey guys, remember when I said we should talk about my draft later on? Uh oh. What if What if I told you I drafted both of them? Oh no! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you drafted uh, Tyron Smith and Dak Prescott. I hate you, <laughs> Zeke and Prescott. I was like, oh, you know, whatever. I'll get the stack, go for gold. It's not going to pan out. So <laughs> old strategy, Cotton. <laughs> Currently, Dak Prescott uh, ADP is seventy fourth. I'd rather go Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr, one hundred nine or one eleven. <laughs> I, I or, also have Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's smart. Yeah, I almost went um, Trey Lance, but they had the same bye week. <laughs> I'm glad I went Kirk Cousins. Gotcha. I mean, we talked. I talked about this in the quarterback episode. I think I think Dak Prescott is going to be a bust this year, and a bust as in like compared to his ADP. I just yes. don't think he's going to be a top yep. ten quarterback. I just I didn't think that before yep. Tyron Smith got hurt, and now I really kind of am, am concerned about that. Mm-hmm. You're definitely trying to find the value at quarterback. You don't want to draft a guy that's going to finish at what he's projected at. So if he's projected to finish at eighth, okay. Like you want to draft him at eighth and you're hoping he gets into the top five. I don't think that's going to get to the top five. No, I don't think so either. There are two other names on the list that I just wanted to touch on real quick. Gus mm-hmm. Edwards, because he's on the pup list, he's going to be out for a minimum of four games. So yep. that's something to keep an eye on. Like Regan said. Uh, and then the other one is Ken Walker. I drafted Ken Walker, so that's why I'm concerned. But I thought he was going to have a real opportunity here. And, and this no timetable is just really concerning for me. So their thought is still week one. That was the initial ruling on the times table. But you just don't know what this stuff and how he's going to come back. And it's going to take a while, I think, for him to kind of like recover in general, get his body going, not be nervous about pulling it or whatever. So mm-hmm. I – even if he is there for week one, I don't think he'll be playing at any capacity, good capacity. I think if Rojo gets cut from the Chiefs, he could go there or Atlanta and hopefully get some production. Ooh. Actually, that's not a good that thought. Deeper leagues. like I think Max said this a couple weeks ago. Travis Homer, if you got a deep mm-hmm. bench, he's a name to keep an eye on. DJ Dallas is probably another guy to keep an yeah. eye on too. Yeah, for the passing downs for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I do have him. Uh, then I have Mike Davis too. That I'm gonna have to start week one. So yeah, you are. some more. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Uh, oh, no, JK is gonna be ready, man. Let's hope so. Uh, cool. Are we? Wor- are we? Just one thing. Are we worried about Elijah Mitchell? Are we drafting him? Oh yeah, I haven't been drafting him. No. 
Okay. No, I'm drafting him 100%. Nope. Never draft the San Fran running back. It's never the same guy you draft. Oh my God. We already, we've talked about this, Reeks. Oh, you can keep talking this. about it. I, yeah. I, I ain't changing. I also we'll won't draft Debo. We'll, we'll wait till Boulder predictions because I think Elijah Mitchell is getting unfairly, he is getting, he's getting buried in some of these leagues. And I don't, I don't think that's right. I think he's going to be a top 15 back this year. I'm buying the dip. I'm buying the dip. Buy the you dip. have no chips. Mm, idiot. I don't need it. I, I think it's time. Lick it out. For a battle Jeez. before Max starts talking about licking things some more. Quickly. Quickly. Favorite dip. Go. French onion. Ranch. It's got to be ranch. Ranch. Oh, okay. Texas caviar, baby. Texas caviar. Oh, okay. All right. Hummus is, hummus hummus? is clutch. Uh, never, like hummus. never not in the mood for hummus. All right. Roasted, roasted red pepper for sure. All right, here we go. Ready? I'm, I'm going to hit the button. Here it goes. This is my first time doing this. I feel I'm like glad. I should have stopped that at a certain point. I'm glad you cut it off. The one. That's like the whole episode. It's the best. <laughs> uh... Back when you would buy DVDs, they had just the chicken fight family guy episodes. Oh, <laughs> or I still wanted to just finish that video just to see how it ended, but you know, I, I I've seen it before, so I know how long it is. We got the time. Who cares? Who cares? All right. Uh first off, we have Travis Kelsey as my number one versus Mark Andrews, number two. Uh Regan, my would you like one. yeah? Would you like to go first, or would you like me to? Ah, uh, man, you know, Cox uh, first. Go. You go. Yeah. Wow. Straight to the point. All right, you're, Mark Andrews, twenty-two off the, the board. Yeah, you're a jerk. Uh, <laughs> my main, my main argument here is uh, target competition. We already mm. talked about it with the other, uh, the other tight end, but he, he's got no one else. Rashad Bateman, and that's it. That's all they have. Guess what? If Lamar Jackson gets hurt, Huntley loves throwing to Mark Andrews. Very true. I have backup plans. I'm I'm golden. I'm golden no matter what. They already lost uh, Hollywood Brown, gone at, at Arizona. 2021 last year, guys, 153 targets. That's combined what he got the past two years. Well, uh, 2019, 2020, he had 186. So he did 30 targets better in th- two years combined. The Ravens are developing their their passing game, as you can see the past year. They're developing their deep passing game, according to some uh, some uh, what do you call it? Zoning out scouts in general reports. They, yeah. yeah, just the reports in general that they're working on the uh, passing game, uh, deep passing game. I'm so sorry, but there's that's where they're sending their rookies. They're pretty much just sending them out, or they're not as good wide receivers. <laughs> well, let's put it that way, because there's only two. And one's not J.K. Dobbins, I'll tell you that. Not for a while. Uh, Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is going to be the number one. It's it's, – like, I got – like, I feel like this is just the easiest one. Like, Travis Kelsey, he has (laughs) every guy you can think of under the sun. MVS, Juju Smith-Schuster, Nicole Hardman, uh, Pringle. There's, like, a bunch – 
Sky Moore. Sky Moore, rookie. Like this is, Pringles this is in insane. Chicago. Don't worry about him. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. There is oh, there was one more. I can't think of it. But either way, like Mark Andrews, he's literally fighting no one for targets. Lamar Jackson's literally gonna throw it to two people. He already he he killed it last year on his receptions. Like he has a backup plan if his quarterback goes down. The other quarterback loves him. Like there's no negatives here. Mm, okay. Okay. All right, carry on. There is a couple negatives, though. Uh, Travis Kelsey, I know. I just mentioned them. Yeah, there is. There's plenty of them. But Andrews did do well. But like you said, that was with Huntley. So is the plan that Lamar Jackson's not going to play? Is that what you're saying? You heard it here, guys. Regan says that Lamar Jackson's not going to play the full season. (laughs) Didn't we just mention they were going four wide? Andrews (laughs) got into the number one spot. Because of Boom Games Week 14 with 28 and Week 15 with 35.5 points with Huntley starting, and they had to come back because their defense was trash. Now Baltimore's defense is not so much trash, and they're going to run the ball more. But I'm arguing for Kelsey. Kelsey is the tight end king. 33, one last ride. Tyreek Hill is gone. That's 145 targets vacated. Uh then, like you said, Pringle gone. Then you got a hobbled players like Sky Moore dealing with a hip and hamstring. You got Juju who's swelling up all the time and can't even finish a practice. Don't draft Juju. Side note. Uh, so Travis Kelson, he's going to get well over 200 targets because Mahomes, that's his blankie. He needs him. He's especially at the end of the games in a very competitive division where they're going to have to pass the ball, late scoring drives. I think he is game script proof, whether they're behind or ahead. They're just going to feed him the ball to keep moving the chains, especially in PPR. Mark Andrews only beat out Travis Kelsey by, I have it right here, just over a point points per game. But that was because of Huntley in those boom games that they had to do. I'm not predicting those to happen. I'm going with a consistent player in At Travis Kelsey, who 33, and also oh, missed God. also missed one game last year. Oh, I don't because, know, man. 32 because, years old. Because right, he tested you. for something that we don't want to talk about. Ryan, who do you <laughs> who do you choose? Mac, I was on your side until you started bashing on Juju, and you know how much I love Juju. In case you're wondering on on who I think are the most valued wide receivers, check out my article on uh, at Just the Tip Fantasy Football Podcast Facebook page. I meant Uh, to say that at the top of the episode. I'm very sorry. No, that's all right. I had the chance to as well. But no, listen, I wanted you to plug yourself. That's why Juju. Just got a nice little per-game roster bonus. They're trying to incentivize him to, to get on the field, even if he's a little banged up. And uh, I don't know, Riggs, 145 targets. That was going to go to Juju, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why they That's why they got him. He needs to prove himself. It's, it's happened before in Pittsburgh. He's He has had that many targets in, in a season. So on the flip side, I say likely. Ooh, am I buying the hype? It'll be good next year. I don't know, but there is a winner here, and that winner is (laughs) 
Yes. Bag takes it. That one got me. That was, that was uh, a little bit of a shocker. But wearing a leather jacket. <laughs> I I I think I always take. I don't know if Mark Andrews last year being the number one was a fluke or not. I do still think he's a top three tight end. But when I'm looking at Pat Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson, I think I'm going to take Travis Kelsey every time. Mm. I don't believe it, guys. I just don't think his 33-year-old body is going to be able to handle 200 targets like you said. He's been in the in the fight for first for the past five years, six years. He's been very consistent. I just don't see it lasting. 33 is the new 23. All right, Mac. To my knees. What do we got next? You're the exception to the rule. Next guy up, we have this guy. Maybe you heard of him. Dalton Schultz, Dallas Cowboys tight end versus Dallas Goddard. (laughs) Uh, The Philadelphia Eagles. So I believe Dalton Schultz is the tight end that I would like to take. Tight end six, ADP is at 56. I'm not too much of a fan of that, but I've seen him drop in my home league, so uh, probably the next round. Uh, I would appreciate him more there, the sixth round. So Dallas Goddard, yeah, you get more of a value, but I don't think he is going to get as much production with a running quarterback like Jalen Hurts. And we just talked about Dak Prescott. He's got to fire out that ball quickly, losing his left tackle. So this goes even more into my favor. So I'm sorry, Regan, you're going to lose. Tight end three last year with just 104 targets. Amari Cooper left. He went to uh, the Browns, got traded there. And C.D. Lamb's dealing with some injury concerns. Uh Uh-oh. Who's the number one target now? Dalton freaking Schultz. Gallup, not going on the pup, but that means that they think he can get back by at least week three. Who knows? Dallas is a whole mess down there. So you go with a consistent player, Dalton Schultz, 12.28 points per game. Uh, The vacated targets, 125 from Amari Cooper. I can see Dalton Schultz getting up to 125 now. In the number one passing offense in Dallas Cowboys, spreading the ball around. Dalton Schultz is my guy, tight end three. He'll be a top five tight end this year. Definitely over Dallas Goddard, who has to compete with A.J. Brown now, who I think is a better wide receiver than C.D. Lamb, plus a running quarterback. I think uh, Dash Prescott is definitely going to have to throw that ball to Dalton Schultz more often than not. 130 targets. I want to take that opportunity. And did we freeze, or are you guys just staying still? Okay. Stop rambling. All right, cool. Uh, plus, their running game for Dallas sucks, and they're going to need a target. Schultz in the red zone, more touchdown opportunity because they're not going to be able to punch it in. That's why I'm on Schultz. And Philly, top five running offense. All right, more. Maybe. All righty, buddy. You, you done? done? I'm done. You go. You good. Go. You good. All right. So you really have to weigh this out by you know where are you getting them? What are they worth? What are they going to be? Uh, what's their outcome going to be? Mac, totally agree with you. Schultz probably going to finish a little bit higher than Carter this year. That being said, oh, you I just admit that I had the better two, tight end. Cool. I'm looking for the upside though. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, I'm going to get him two, three rounds later. 
Okay. And you're telling me that Schultz isn't going to stay in? This is kind of just a joke, but Schultz isn't going to stay in and block? They're going to need some help on that tackle. Nah. I thought it was funny. Anyways. <laughs> but no, you're, you're, you're probably right. I just don't want to admit it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Goddard was tight end eight last year. Um, this is going to be his first year without Ertz. Mm-hmm. This is, he has the whole – this is his field now. Yes, they have A.J. Brown. I think he's just going to take away from Smith. That I'm not worried about A.J. Brown. This team is becoming a, a pass-happy offense. There, there's no reason why they would go out and get A.J. Brown, draft the, the number one wide receiver last year. They tried the year before with uh, – uh, I don't even uh, – Rod, what was his name? What was the wide receiver from two years ago? Devonta Smith? What are you talking about? No. Oh, Jalen Rager? Rager. That's what I was thinking of. They've been trying to build this thing up for three years. Finally, they just went out and got somebody that their quarterback wanted because they knew that they wanted to take this game to the next level. That's what they're doing. That's what this offseason off has shown, that they want to throw the ball. Goddard is, has no no one to fight with. He's getting all these targets. I, I'm really excited to see him in the red zone moving forward. Uh, just a little back uh, backtrack for Goddard last week, last year. You know, after Ertz was gone, he got a couple games. Most of his fantasy points came after week seven. Um, so, including the postseason, those eleven games, he averaged eleven point eight fantasy points. That's what put him at that tight end eight. So, you're telling me that he can't move up more after week from week the points that he's going to get from week seven to one. So, seven weeks, it's going to push him up past. Uh, tight end eight easily. So it really just depends on where you think Schultz is going to follow and how good their offense is going to be compared to this up and coming Philly offense that I literally think is going to run away. They Miles Sanders, uh, I'm all set. Uh, <laughs> you're not drafting him. You don't want this run game. Are you picking anyone that you want in this run game? I'm not saying that. I'm saying the running attack is just that good. It's going to be I by committee. It, I think it's and... going to be the quarterback, and that's it. Yeah, and robbing Dallas Goddard of red zone targets and green zone targets because they're going to be rushing the ball in. Uh, rushing, uh, rushing. Also, those big-ass plays Whoa. from A.J. Brown. Big, deep touchdowns. Taking away can more opportunities. Get, can we take some points away? Just him jumping in? <laughs> thought you asked me a question. Figuratively speaking. Rhetorical question? My bad. You had Sorry. your time. You had your time. Sorry. Let Sorry. Regan speak. Sorry. I am I'm muting my mic. Sorry. Like, uh, I wish you would do that way more often. So, anyways, you get him two to three rounds later. <sighs> he th- threw off my vibe. I will say probably more like a round or two. But, yes, you're getting him a little bit later. He does. Yes, he doesn't have the competition of a Zach Ertz now, but he does have the added competition of an AJ Brown. And what's that? What's that difference going to be? I don't know. But to your point, Reeks, do you want, I'm looking at fantasy pros right now. Would you rather have Dalton Schultz and say Damian Harris, Miles Sanders, Michael Thomas, Juju, Hunter Renfro? Or would you rather have Cortland Sutton, Amon Ross St. Brown, Marquise Brown, Jerry Judy, A.J. Dillon, and Dallas Goddard? That's the difference here. I like the latter. So I think I got to go. You guys are. Oh, 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 oh.
Getting real tired of you ducking me, man. Yeah? Oh, my God. Yeah. Getting really tired. Where's my money? Where's my money? Yeah, you got money to pay for fake mustaches, huh? Yeah. Come on. I love just these things. They're so good. Too good. That was good. That was good. I know, Mac. They're like 30 seconds. 30 seconds feels like an eternity when it's, you're playing them. It's fine. It's fine. People have nothing better to do because they're watching us. It's okay. <laughs> you know, good point. That's good point. All right, boys. Last battle. This determines who the winner is for tonight. Mm. Bring your A game. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Regan, I will mute my mic if you would like to go first. Sure. That's the key, Ryan. We never bring our A game, so they don't expect more. <laughs> All right. Pat Fairmuth, uh, Cole Komet. That's the battle right here. I uh, took Cole Komet. Mac and his uh, Fairmuthy fave. He loves that guy. I'll tell you why Cole Komet, I think, is better. You, it, it, he seems like a sleeper to me, and you got Pat Fairmuth, who's who knows is his quarterback. I have no idea. Um, this is So Cole Komet, this is his third season. Tight end on a third year always goes up. Always. Last year, Cole Komet had zero touchdowns. The third year, they're coming. Jimmy Graham, the guy that kept stealing all his touchdowns, gone. Free agent. Not there. Cole Komet averaged 2.4 PPR points less than Pat Faramuth last year. And that is because he got zero touchdowns and Pat got seven. <laughs> So on average, he's only off 2.4. So you throw in a couple of touchdowns, even if he only got four and Pat did the same thing last year that he did with Ben Roethlisberger, a way better quarterback than what he's getting this year. Uh, I, I find that as a no-brainer. It's pretty simple. Uh, Darnell Mooney is also the only one he's fighting for targets. Maybe he's a little bit out of the backfield with uh, David Montgomery, but that, that's about it. Um, you look at Pittsburgh, they have way more targets, rookies, everything. Najee Harris, there's a bunch of guys there. I, I think the more work's going to go to Cole Komet, uh, the, the fact that he only can go up in targets in, in the end zone or red zone is laughable compared to the 2.4 points that he averaged less. Mac, you can unmute yourself. I know you're just looking at points on uh, how to win this, but I'm just letting mm -hmm. you know Komet is definitely better. And, you know, you're getting them uh, three picks later. It's mm -hmm. pretty good. <laughs> and you're getting them three picks later. Sure. Uh, but when we get to that double-digit round mark, mm. I'm all, I'm just taking my guy. I don't really care about ADP. And if you do, uh, you might be a loser. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, we're gonna, we know that it's going to be uh, Pickett. He's going to be the QB. He's going to take over. He's been looking great in preseason. He was the most NFL-ready QB coming out of this draft class. Practice with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh knows him. Same facility. They knew it was going to be this guy. Rookie QBs, their best friend is the tight end and checking down to RBs. So you need that big target in the uh, end zone. Pat Firemuth is your guy. He's athletic enough to get open uh, between the 20s as well. He's going to take a big jump this year. He's already talking about how he wants 1,000 yards receiving. He wants to be that top-end, tight-end discussion. 
he started out slow last season, and he still ended up being the 13th tight end ranked. Cole Komet has scored two touchdowns in his two years. Pat Fryermuth scored seven. Uh, I'm going to take that guy because I know he's proven that he can be that clutch target in the red zone. Those first five weeks of the season where he was getting maybe three targets a game, they got up to six targets per game. He's part of their offense. They love him. He's going to increase. And you said it for me, Regan. He scored like two points per game more than Cole Komet. Chicago. Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Chicago, going to have the worst offensive line. Justin Fields is going to have to be scrambling, going to have to be running around, and they're just going to feed Montgomery the ball. Too much running, crappy offense, not a competitive division because, let's face it, they're not going to win more than five games this year. I'm not taking Cole Komet. I'm not excited about him. I want a tight end that's going to score touchdowns. That's why I'm going with Pat Fryermuth. And he's from Boston, kid. I just think Trubisky's <laughs> going to be the QB for at least the first five. That's, That's what fine. Really scares me as well. Go back and listen to my bolder predictions. Pat Fryermuth, yeah. Trubisky can uh, support the tight end. I'm not down on Trubisky. I think he can support mm. weapons in that offense. I think there are a lot of weapons in that offense, which is my which is the biggest concern there. There's one outlier that I think is going to be a difference here, and that is garbage points. Which team is going to have teams and prevent defenses at the end of the game where they're just dunking and dunking and dunking and getting down the field and scoring some lame-ass touchdown with 45 seconds left in the in the game? That reads Chicago Bears all over. That, oh, no. that to me, says Cole Komet <laughs> is one of two options in the receiving game for this team. Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet. Yes, they can try to run the ball with Dave Montgomery, but if they have the worst O-line in the league, they're going to run into a lot of second and eights, third and nines, whatever that looks like, uh, late in the downs, long distance to go. They're going to have to pass the ball. So, I don't know, Mac. I don't know. Oh, listen, you just got to give me more time. Ah! Don't make a fool out of me, man. Don't make a fool out of me. I want my money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh, come man. on down and oh. insult to injury <laughs> i hate you i hate you i want my mommy <laughs> what a prick was what a, a bonus prick. <laughs> oh man kick him while he's down mm-hmm Man, I suck uh, at these battles, huh? <laughs> you actually you argue so well. I think you just get dealt the bat, the hard players. <laughs> I, I picked these. Oh no, you picked it. Pick these <laughs> I players. Never mind. <laughs> well, listen, well, boys. That that wraps up the tight end battles. Reeves is the winner. That was a lot of fun. Nice work. Congratulations, Regan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you are right. There's a lot of targets to go around in Pittsburgh, so that is a bit of a problem for Pat Fryermuth. But uh, I'm just not buying into all the hype with Pickens and Chase Claypool, though. So I'm still having faith. If you go late at tight end, I'm still picking Pat Fryermuth. Let's make a bet, Regan. Pat Fryermuth does better than Cole Komet. Done. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, yes. Season end. <laughs> yeah, season end. Okay, just want to make know, sure. You know what I'm doing. I'm passing on both of them, and I'm waiting for round 15 and taking Bob Tanyan. Bobby boy. Bob Tanyan coming back from multiple ligament damage in his knee as well. Yeah, fun. Have it fun with that. doesn't matter. He's just got to be big, and Aaron Rodgers got to like him. That's hmm. it. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, <laughs> if, you made, if you made it this far of the podcast, it's much appreciated for you takers out there. Uh, hit up IR Regan, MJ Regan 82. Congratulations to him. If you ever have any tips needed, ask him. He'll hit you up. Follow us just a tip. Today. There you go. Just a tip, FFP uh, on all the socials. Look out for our countdown. If you got a player suggestion for a number, uh, let us know. We'll give you a shout out. Anything for the leftovers, guys. It's been a long week. I'm sure there's a lot of good shows out. Uh, I have not had time to watch any, so but I'm sure there is. <laughs> I've been watching. Uh, oh, claim to no. fame. Mm. It's entertaining. It's entertaining. You know, a it's bunch of. Uh, Relatives of celebrities and trying to guess who each one's related to. Oh That's gosh, crazy. that reality show crap. Never mind. Yeah, Jonas Brothers. Uh, I had an experience. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. This is sweet. I oh, went okay. on a jet ski. Nice. For probably like the second time. But it had 300 horsepower and it was supercharged. And I went over 72 miles an hour across a lake that was not glass, it was very rocky. A little scary. It was awesome. I literally was like, this is the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> I did that on a snowmobile Ooh, over the over the lake. Scary. And I was like, yeah, it was <laughs> it was a bit nerve-wracking. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty sweet, man. Lake Winnipesaukee? Uh no, this was New Newfound Lake. Yeah. It's like the second cleanest lake in New Hampshire or whatever. You could see like you're straight down. Yeah. The place was awesome. I liked it. I liked the old one better. The old lake, the old found lake, the the old <laughs> undiscovered lake. Nobody knows about it besides That's me. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I did watch something though. The un. Oop, that is not the right outro music. Excuse me. <laughs> Could have got weird. Hey, <laughs> yeah, that one. That one went about. Uh, untold series on Netflix. And of course, the anti tail one was. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a good one. Good one to watch. But then the Malice in the Palace one was great to watch with Ron Artes getting the cup thrown on him and the fight in the fans with uh, oh. uh, Jermaine O'Neal and stuff. Those, those interviews. I- so good. I did. I saw that one. That one was great. Yeah. And uh, the the backstory behind like Jermaine O'Neal and mm-hmm. his stardom and how it really mm-hmm. kind of nipped that in the bud was yeah. You know, it was it was sad. Very well. unfair. And then uh, the and one the street basketball mixtape ones that was probably my favorite. Oh. Uh, how the up and coming on that Regan, you would love these documentaries. I actually. used to watch that all <laughs> the time. The and one videos. <laughs> That's where I was at. Uh, I figured you would. Uh, yeah, so check it out on Netflix. Say hi to your mother for me, too. Good night. No. And one. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence.